We're here this afternoon to change the course of history. After decades of division and conflict, we mark the dawn of a new Middle East. Together, these agreements will serve as the foundation for a comprehensive peace across the entire region, something which nobody thought was possible. For generations, the people of the Middle East have been held back by old conflicts, hostilities. These agreements prove that the nations of the region are breaking free from the failed approaches of the past. Today's signing sets history on a new course. Today, the world sees that they're choosing cooperation over conflict, friendship over enmity, prosperity over poverty, and hope over despair. They are choosing a future in which Arabs and Israelis, Muslims, Jews, and Christians can live together, pray together, and dream together, side by side in harmony, community, and peace. Once again, let me congratulate the people of Israel, the people of the United Arab Emirates, and the people of the Kingdom of Bahrain. God bless you all. This is an incredible day for the world. Donald Trump deserves a Nobel Peace Prize for the work that he did in the Middle East, specifically the Abraham Accords. Yet, we have corrupt prosecutors like Jack Smith and Fannie Willis and Judge Angeron who are doing everything they can to stick this guy in prison. What is it with these corrupt fools that love war, death, and carnage so much? I hope in Trump's second term, every one of these corrupt MFers end up in prison because we're going to have to make an example out of these people if we ever intend to prevent this from ever happening again. That's all I have to say here. Don't forget to like and share this video. Till next time. Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another f***ing war. <laughs> Still trying to kill the deal. Starting another f***ing war. Ah! What in the... Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, moving my stool. I mean a chair, stool, it's bar stool. Anyway, this is how weird that might sound. Trump nominated for Nobel Peace Prize by GOP rep for historic Abraham Accords. Now, me and the Abraham Accords have a little bit of interest in relationship because I was Trump skeptical. I liked the economy, I liked a lot of things, but I wasn't like, I don't know, man, I don't know if I'm like... Trump train or anything, but the Abraham Accords got announced, and I was like, "Oh, really?" Because I, you know, my whole life, man, people of a certain age might remember this. You would fist bump somebody, you'd be like, "I'll see you later, man." Yeah, peace in the Middle East, bruh. That's like a, it was like it was the weird thing that used to be a thing that people said. Yeah, peace in the Middle East, dude. Doses, fist bump. Maybe it's just a weird thing with me, but. Abraham Accords brought it. And then, like, more and more countries were like, actually, in the next couple years or next following time, we would like to get our, our country to a different point so we can actually sign on to this. These sound great. These sound promising. I like it. I was like, I love this, actually. And Trump had announced 
a May pullout of Afghanistan in 2021. And I was like, wow, really? Afghanistan? And like, you know, Al-Qaeda and all these people were like, or not, uh, the Taliban were like, yes, and we will agree to these terms that will, you know, give us what we want and give them what they want. And we compromise here and there, and uh, we agree, actually. This is favorable terms for us. Deal. Get your troops the fuck out of here. And Trump was like, deal. Deal. Even everybody shook on it. It was great. It's that thing with the whole orb. But uh, that orb video is very weird, actually. That's a different thing, but it's a very weird video. But that's what got me on, on like, the Trump train. That's what got me to go buy a fucking MAGA hat. You know, I, I had a... So, I have, like, the 2016 black MAGA hat, because, you know, no one else was wearing the black one, and I wanted to wear the black one, because I'm special. Uh, but I got it mainly because the rage. Like, I looked for Trump in the primaries, but when it came to, the, like, the regular election, I was like, I got to the polling place, I looked at, like, Trump, Hillary, I was like, oh, it was worth it in the primaries, man. I'm gonna go home and go to sleep, actually. I went home, played some Skyrim, got high as fuck, and went to bed. Woke up, went to work, came home, went to bed. And then, while I slept, the polls happened. I woke up, go downstairs. My roommate's got this, like, kind of amused grin on his face as he's, like, looking at me. He's like, you see the news yet? And I was like, no, what? He goes, you, you didn't see it? When I was like, well, Hillary? He goes, yeah, Hillary won. I have a good one, man. He, like, made his coffee and walked out the house like, okay, weird. Q... His distraught girlfriend. <laughs> I came out of the bathroom. Eyes red. Not because she was high, but because she spent so, many, so much time crying rubbing her face. She goes, Morning! Because she knows I voted for Trump in the primaries. And like she was annoyed with it before, but now you know I'm like, oh, why is she... Oh. And this feeling just washed over me. It was both a feeling of like overwhelming giddiness... And honestly, a little bit of shame. Like, it was just 24 hours after. I'm like, man, I should have gone and voted for him. Because just seeing that response alone, I'm like, man, I should have voted for Trump in 2016. That was like my thought the day, like, day after I didn't vote. Oh, but I was, like, really a McAfee guy on, on top of all that, though. I was like, eh. Like, McAfee. Like, what are you saying? Fuck all this. Uh, you know how that all went. Still got my McAfee hat, too. M16 and M2020. But, besides all that. You know, uh, and then when it came to like 2020, you know, leading up to that, I'm looking around I'm like, man, the Abraham Accords are good, economy's great. And, you know, this is like late 2017, we start talking about like the Abraham Accords, and then they actually get done during 2018. And I'm like, okay, I'm in. So, like, 20, late 2017, early 2018, I'm in. I'm sold. I got a MAGA hat on. Like, I'm, I'm ready. And it's genuine, too. I start digging through shit, reading shit. Watch that video that's called, like, this video will make you angry, whatever the fuck it's called, and it's, like, 25, 30 minutes of, like, everything you ever heard about Trump debunked. I think Roger Stone made it, something like that, and I just watched it, you know, and I grew up in, like, a conservative household, and I've talked about this before in my, some of my content. Until, like, 2019, I was somewhat of, like, a watered-down neocon. I just thought, there's systems of government that works. I mean, conspiracy theories are fun and all, but they're just theories, you know, like, I, I don't put any stock in them, like, they're just fun. 
Like, I like watching all these, like, creepy countdowns and, like, well, like, you know, I was really into, like, the spooky lists and shit. So I was like, all these conspiracy theories. I watched Alex Jones growing up. I watched Art Bell. I was kind of down for it. You know, I'm a younger teenager at the time. I just turned 18 in 2016. I'm like, oh, you know, aliens. I fuck with aliens. Aliens are cool. Cryptids. Cryptids are cool. I fuck with cryptids. Government conspiracy theories. Like, the ones that are, like, declassified and shit. Oh, yeah. I fuck with those. Yeah, classified. We know what's going on. Yeah, I'm down. But, like, CIA killing Kennedy. Like, that's interesting sure you know i've seen the subpruder film and talked about that. i don't know about that anyway our system you know we have a government of systems and it all just works you know as long as we vote and get out there you know the system works we just gotta do our part yeah i believed that at one point like i was a conventional conservative teenager from a christian background and uh yeah Ooh, way nope now I'm like populist, vaguely right wing, and I'm like, you guys are so fucking retarded. I'm not, I am not becoming a card carrying member of this party. Uh, if I have to run for a political party, I'm going to run on the right, but I'm going to make it very clear that I'm some flavor of right. Not that. Don't know what that is. I'm not this watered down Democrat. I'm not this pro war camp. Right, I'm just sitting here, you know, but then I find out about populism, right? You, that's one of the things, like, you start looking to Trump, you learn more about it, then you learn about populism, and then you're like, oh, oh, this all makes sense. Oh, fuck, I'm a populist. And then I started watching Sticks videos in, like, 2018, and the rest is history. Got back into watching a lot of, like, old political commentators. I used to watch, like, Zonation and shit. Good stuff. Good stuff, but bottom line... Trump gave us four years of uninterrupted peace. Great deals, trade offers, uh, and a booming economy, lower taxes, child tax credits. Everything was great. And, you know, I was living on my own. Notice the past tense. No shame in my game. But, I've talked about what happened a long time ago. But, soon to change the love reference. I'm, I'm excited. I'm so excited. I'm happy. I got plans, folks. I got plans for my for my place. But we'll get to all that whenever I actually get the ball rolling on that. Soon. Ish. Anyway. And then I saw the switch. Late 2021, early 2022. Yeah, yeah actually early 2022. I'm no longer living on my own. Way too expensive. But 2016, I'm high high school dropout, move out on my own on seven like it, it like I'm early 17s, dropout, move out on my own. Me, three roommates, all share a five bedroom, three floored and basement house. Like 900 bucks a month, utilities all that came out to like one, one thirty five a month. Not that one thousand three hundred thirty five bucks around there. That was roughly what it came to. And between us, all you know, we're just paying like you know, splitting between us. It ain't shit. Filling up my shopping cart at the store with all the groceries I need and having plenty of money for the snacks and shit I want. Wonderful. Cut to 2020. We're all struggling. Roommates are moving out because they don't want to live there no more. They can't afford to live there. We're ha- and our rents are going up. Everything's going up. Oh, it's a fucking, it's a shit show, right? So both domestically and foreignly, I completely back this 
Nobel Peace Prize recommendation. I bet you've been yapping for 10 minutes. I'll get into the article for no fucking reason. I'm going to trim that down going forward. Again, yeah, I'm bringing the Let's Chat series because I, I have a billion and one thoughts going on right now. Trump nominated for Nobel P- Peace Prize by GOP rep for historic Abraham Accords. This is not the first time Trump has been nominated for the prestigious award. I don't think it's going to happen, but at the same time, that's fucking dope. Dope. If it did happen, that'd be a wild, wild surprise. But you know what? Honestly, I mean, the chances of it happening are higher now than when he was in pre- when he was in office and got nominated the first time. Because it was like, what, like nine? Yeah, like nine or... I think it was seven nominations. The article will probably get into it. If not, I'll pull it up later. <clears throat> but then we're going to give it to him. Then it was just too... Too much of a thick mire. And, and well, I think they're cowards for not doing it. That's just why they didn't do it. But now with the world going to war and shit, and what's going on in the Middle East, and Jordan, and Israel, Hamas, Palestine, Iraq, Afghanistan, all that shit. Oh, I bet the Nobel Peace Prize Association's like, yeah, I give it to them. Actually, fuck it. I can't do it. There's war. Like, how do you not give it to them at this point? Again, I don't necessarily think they would. I wouldn't rush to say they're going to do it, but shit, you know? Abraham Accords are amazing, though. By Jared Yeager. Again, I hate how you spell your fucking name. It's weird. It's like people spell James. J-A-I-M-Y-S. I'm not I'm not kidding. Look at different ways to spell James. It's infuriating. I'm a traditionalist. On Tuesday, Rep. Claudia Tenney announced that she had nominated Donald Trump for a Nobel Prize, citing his, quote, groundbreaking efforts to foster peace and cooperation between Israel... Bahrain, Morocco, Sudan, and the United Arab Emirates via the highly praised Abraham Accords. And full credit, part of the reason why I worked is Trump's done business deals out there, but in, in his uh, you know in, in his past life as you know pre political career, he had businesses out there. He did trade deals with them all the time. He was buying land, getting shit in and out of there. Had people come over to his place, like you know. A whole bunch of shit. Plus, what he had going on with the UFC before he ran for office. Had him all over the place. Same thing with Asia. He knew how to talk to people in these different countries because he's done business with them in the private sector. And now he's doing it in the pri- in the public sector. So he knew how to talk to them. He knew how to negotiate with them. And he knew that these are countries that your word is your fucking bond or else. Had to, uh, had to clear my throat real quick. That's why people like McCain and all of them never even talk about because they don't know how to do that. They're not negotiators. They don't know how to do trade deals. Again, the right's terrible when it comes to like negotiations usually, and they're terrible with PR. So then Trump exponentially fucking thrives at. Take compare the former president's work to that of the 1978 peace agreement between Israel and Saudi Arabia and the 1994 Oslo Accords both of which were recognized and rewarded by the Nobel Prize Committee. Quote, Donald Trump was instrumental in facilitating the new peace agreements in the Middle East. In almost 30 years, Tenney wrote in a statement, quote, For decades, bureaucrats, foreign policy professors, and international organizations insisted that additional Middle East peace agreements were impossible. Without resolution to Israel-Palestine's conflict, President Trump proved that to be false. Because they're having a land issue. 
And when you're talking about a government, a government's response is land issue, send the troops. Trump came from real estate, casinos. Have you looked at Dubai? Muslims can say what they're not into, but Dubai fucking exists. I, I don't give a fuck. Ain't, Dubai is not predominantly Christian populated. That's a predominantly Muslim area, and it's the most disgusting, debaucherous place on the fucking planet. Not to put your religion on blast, but to fully put your fucking religion on blast. Holy shit. By the way, isn't it kind of funny that, like, Islam, Muslim, and, like, Mormon have, like, the same origin story? Like, Archangel, Dude, Given Book, Doesn't Present Book, Takes Time Away, Makes Book. Anyway, like, look at the origins of these two religions. Like, their origin story is, like really similar and then like the multiple wives thing like there's tons of like similar tenets of their religion very weird mormon is american islam i'm just saying i'll stand by that i know utah has subscribers that are going to unsubscribe for that and you know what utah unlike mitt romney i'm not gonna fucking pander to you to keep your fucking support around embrace and accept the fucking honesty and opinions or vote for mitt romney your fucking choice yeah how do you fucking feel now bitch Anyway, the valiant efforts. I'm immune to audience capture if you haven't figured that out yet. So, you know, do with that what you will. Quote, the valiant efforts by President Trump in creating the Abraham Accords were unprecedented and continue to go unrecognized by the Nobel Prize Committee. Underscoring the need to be nominated today, she continued, quote, Now more than ever, now more than ever, when Joe Biden's weak leadership on the border... And on the, or sorry, weak leadership, I'm just reading it normally, my apologies, quote, Now, more than ever, when Joe Biden's weak leadership on the international stage is threatening our country's safety and security, we much must recognize Trump for his strong leadership and his efforts to achieve world peace. I am honored to nominate former President Donald Trump today and am eager for him to receive the recognition he deserves. It's not the first time Trump has been nominated for the prestigious award as a result of his Middle East policy. As the CBS report, the former president received a slew of nominations from all over the world in 2021 for the 2021 prize. Among those who put his name forward citing the Abraham Accords were a quartet of Australian law professors and conservative members of the Swedish and Norwegian parliament, a latter Christian, uh, ow. Hold on. I'm having audio issues still. What the fuck? Alrighty. I fixed the audio issue, hopefully. Let me put the headphone back in. Now that I hit play, like, make sure it's still recording. I'm just having a hell of a day, ain't I? Anyway, appreciate y'all's patience. God bless. I'm not Christian Timeberg Jetty. Nailed it! <laughs> a fucking ace in the hole. Ba, 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 ba. I want to look that up, see if I can pronounce it. Uh, you know, I killed it. Nad previously nominated Trump for the prize following his summit with North Korea, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. Alrighty. Oh, I'll do it later. Anyway, yep. Double checked, it would be four times. This will be his fourth Nobel Prize nomination. Good. We got this. 
Uh, let me hop back over here. And we got this. So between all that, we'll see. I uh, Again, I'm not super sold that he's going to get it this time around, but the chances of him getting this time are far higher than they were before. That being said, there's been inside four walls. And I will know about your prize later, big boy. Oh! I'm sorry. But I don't want to be an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men, cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world. Millions of despairing men, women, and children. Victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed. The bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die. And the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate. Only the unloved hate, the unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The power to create machines, the power to create happiness. You the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world, a decent world that will give men a chance to work, that will give youth a future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason. A world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! Yeah.